An acorn does not have to say, I intend to become an oak tree. Natural intelligence intends that every living thing becomes the highest form of itself and designs us accordingly. So think about this. If you really unpack that, we don't have to do anything to achieve it. We don't have to figure out how to get it. We've arrived on the planet with the source material present and within us. We simply have to be it. Welcome to the Rebel Souls podcast, where we flip the middle finger to the status quo. I'm your host, Shelly Paxton, lifelong rebel, liberator of souls, and author of Soulbatical, a corporate rebel's guide to finding your best life. Settle in as we dive deep with badass leaders who are rebelling for what matters most in life, business, and the world at large. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get this revolution started. Before we begin, I want to share an offering from my soul to yours. If you've achieved traditional success only to realize that you're living someone else's dream, then this will start you on a profound journey toward becoming chief soul officer of your own life, just like I did. I'm gifting you a free chapter from my book, Soulbatical, A Corporate Rebel's Guide to Finding Your Best Life. It's called Liberating from the Shackles of Should. And if you're ready to, then visit soulbatical.com to download it for free. That's S-O-U-L-B-B-A-T-I-C-A-L.com. Warning, side effects include intense joy and fulfillment. Hello and welcome back, my fellow rebel souls. All right, I just have to start by saying I'm recording this before the U.S. presidential election, actually a few days before, and it's going to drop the week after the election. So it feels odd knowing that I'm talking to you right now and I have no clue how this is going to transpire and no opportunity to comment on it right now because I don't have a crystal ball. But I just wanted to give you that context that, you know, I, I feel I feel a little bit of that tension and that anxiety and that kind of I'm just sitting in the not knowing. I'm also sitting in the, you know, feeling proud and that I I spoke my truth. I have cast my ballot and the rest is up to whatever will happen. So I just wanted to mention that because I imagine there might be some anxiousness as you're listening to this. And I just wanted to acknowledge that and just know that that's part of what this community is for. You are here in a safe space. You are held. You are with kindred souls. And we're going to work together to light the fucking world on fire. And that's what kind of, that's what led me to what I want to talk about today. So I've called this episode, Rebelling for Your Genius. And there's just something inside of me that said, I, I actually, I recently did this as what we call a brilliant session for my coaching community. And a brilliant session is where you are invited to give a talk on your brilliance, you know, something that you're known for, you know, part of your, what's your genius that you can share with others to inspire them. And this was really, really hard for me. 
And as I was thinking about what's going on in the world right now and kind of not knowing what direction everything's going to head from this, what seems to be this second wave of COVID and am I even going to make it to Mexico for my mini sabbatical and who's going to be the next president here in the U.S.? Like all of this, I thought, you know what? We don't have control over this. We only have control over our, our own agency and how we are showing up in the world. So I want us to show up in our genius as the badass mofos that we are. So I'm going to share with you how I've kind of understood what is my genius and how you can understand what yours is too. So we are showing up really powerfully and rebelling for making a difference and having the impact that we want to have in the world. And if you're anything like me, when somebody says, what's your zone of genius? What's your brilliance? Like you just want to like curl up and hide under the sofa. That's generally how I feel when somebody says, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 blah. do I have brilliance? What, what is my brilliance? So I'm going to take you through the story of how I have figured this out and how you can too. So I want to start with a Marianne Williamson quote that really inspired me and then tell you the story about how I kind of unpacked this for myself. And it's the one really critical thing that this is all about. It goes back to one of my favorite things, you guys. I've say, I say it again and again. It's about the being, not the doing. So put a pin in that and we'll come back to it. Here's the quote that sets the stage for this whole conversation. An acorn does not have to say, I intend to become an oak tree. Natural intelligence intends that every living thing becomes the highest form of itself and designs us accordingly. So think about this. If you really unpack that, we don't have to do anything to achieve it. We don't have to figure out how to get it. We've arrived on the planet with the source material present and within us, we simply have to be it. So let me tell you my version of the story of what it means to be in my genius and see what that sparks for you. And I even have a little exercise that I want to take you through. I had a lot of fun doing this for my coaching community. So I thought, why not do a solisode on it to see you know, who else I can inspire? So I hope this lands with you, especially if you're someone who's like, oh my God, please don't ever ask me that question. I don't know what it is. So here's the thing. So I, as you all know by now, you know, set out a couple of years ago on this very audacious mission and I put pen to paper, I put this audacious mission in the intro to my book. I said, out loud, no take backs. I'm on a mission to liberate a billion souls. I want to be an impact billionaire. And I kept thinking like, oh man, that is, that's big. That's audacious. How am I going to do that? Like, what can I do? Well, yeah, I can keep sharing my story with relentless vulnerability. You know, I started that. I set that tone in the book. I continue that with this, with these podcasts, with these rebel souls conversations 
and everything I put out in the world. So yeah, I can do that. I can continue to model radical authenticity, which is what I challenge myself to do every day. Model that authenticity, that courage, that purpose, that's the essence of who I am. And especially do that when I want to, you know, run out of the arena crying uncle, like when I'm like, I, I just want to tap out. I want to tap out. Like this is scary. This is plain big. This is just, I feel, you know, out of my comfort zone, especially in those moments, I promise to model this radical authenticity, courage, and purpose for all of you. And I can become a living invitation for others, for you to rebel for what matters most to you. So I'm like, okay, I can do those things. Those are kind of my, those are my principles for how I'm showing up every day. And so I was like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I can do all of that, right? I can show up as this powerful rebel mofo. That's what I do. And it's so interesting. I, I, as I was pulling this talk together, I was like, oh, I'm starting to see this pattern. Like I can do rebel. I can do my mission. I can do the thing. And I was all about doing. And here's the lesson that I've learned that I want to share with you. So over the past 10 months, since my book launched, I've been showing up as me unapologetically me on TV, on podcasts, on radio, in print, at, you know, speaking at virtual conferences, you know, showing up at book clubs everywhere, unapologetically me, embodying my mission, embodying my message, kind of doing my thing, right? Being me. And I didn't really think about it. I started to hear the same comments over and over and over again. This is what people were saying to me. Some of you have said this to me. I see this in some of the reviews of, of the book and even of the podcast. Your energy is magnetic. Shelly, your energy is contagious. Your energy is so inspiring. Your energy shifts my energy. This is what I'm hearing from a lot of you. And it's so powerful. That lights me up. It's really flattering. And I received these compliments with tremendous gratitude. They didn't understand the real meaning. I just thought, awesome. My message is resonating. It's resonating with my people. That feels really good. But it's funny, it was I, I was believing it was the the what and not the how. I was thinking my message is resonating, not I am resonating, because I am being and embodying everything that I stand for. That's the energy that's magnetizing people in this community. It's so interesting. I hadn't thought about, I hadn't thought about that, right? So we don't see our own genius. We usually need brilliant people in our community, in our world to point it out because we be it. We live it. It's like it is our air in our water. 
It's interesting. I, I don't know how many of you have ever thought or said in response to, you know, comments or compliments that you hear over and over again from people like, well, do you ever say to yourself like, well, isn't this how everyone else does it? Like, it just seems so natural. It's who I am or it's who I be or it's what I do. Do you ever find yourself saying that? Think about that because that is a clue that you might be stumbling onto your genius. That thing that people say to you over and over and over again. What is that? What do you hear from others that you just are almost just dismissive of because it just feels so you? It's part of your intrinsic value and being. So we really often miss those those clues. And in my case, I got, I missed those clues. And it was only recently when I was invited to do, you know, the the version of this talk that I did for my community, one of our, my fellow coaches invited me to do this talk. And I was literally like, yeah, I'd be honored if I had any fucking clue what my brilliance is. How can I articulate something that I don't even know? And I honestly felt this kind of shame and embarrassment, like, how have I gotten where I've gotten? (laughs) How how am I getting the kind of response, putting what I'm putting into the world? And like, I don't know, is it just, you know, am I pulling the wool over everyone's eyes? What's going on here? And this woman responded to me, she's a beautiful human, and she just has this inimitable way of saying things. And she responded to my email with a line that changed everything for me. What she said is, Shelly, I would offer that you worry less about articulating your genius and just keep focusing on being your genius. Holy shit. Like that was a total hold the phone, mic drop moment. My first major epiphany on this whole journey was last year writing the book where I understood that empowerment as a rebel truly comes from rebelling for, not rebelling against. That was like epiphany number one. Epiphany number two is what I'm talking about right now. Based on Varian's comments to me, I was like, oh my God, we don't do our genius. We be our genius. I don't know, is that landing for you? I'm just like my head exploded when she said this. And I was like, oh man. Okay, so wait a second. My presence and my energy are my genius. I can't do presence and energy. I can only be presence and energy. That's a game changer for me. Honestly, this is just weeks ago that I'm having this epiphany and preparing thoughts for this talk. And it's just so, I mean, it's so wild. I was like, oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I can do, I can do a talk on this. Just be, be myself. Just going to show up. And then of course, a couple of weeks, few days, before I was scheduled to give this talk, I was like, I was like heart stabbing terror struck me. And I was like, oh my God, I got to pull the plug on this whole charade. Like, this is insane. How do I deconstruct my being for people? 
I'm just like fooling people. And what I realized is that I was experiencing the shadow side of embodying my genius. The shadow side is getting stuck in my head. Yeah, I'm guessing you know that one too. Our genius is in our being. It's in our embodying who we are uniquely, embodying and letting come through us that natural intelligence, that acorn becoming an oak tree. And when I get stuck in my head, this is the shadow. This is me trying to control or over-engineer something, not trusting my soul. I know that every major portal that I've stepped through to get me where I am today has been the result of following my soul and trusting it deeply, even when it scares the bejesus out of me. And the things that, you know, the things that don't feel so good that have, you know, led to stumbles along the way are when I let the shoulds take the wheel, when I let the shoulds drive the car. So I knew like, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. This is about following my soul, trusting and being. (sighs) So I reminded myself, like, what if I showed up and simply shared my story? from the soul? What if you start to do the same? What if I become a living invitation for being in my genius that simply allows people to witness it and gives them permission to do the same, gives you permission to do the same? I mean, it's hilarious, right? Isn't that what a rebel would do instead of trying to reverse engineer the effing thing into like a tool or a grid or a two by two, whatever it is. It's really funny. Yeah. A rebel's going to be like, fuck it. It's me. I'm doing it my way. Oh, it's so funny. So, so there I was and here I am again experimenting in real time with being in my genius as a teaching tool. That's it. I'm not trying to break this down into principles and tools and all those things. I am being in hopes that that shines a light for you on where are you doing versus being. And when you are being, what is that that people miss in the room when you leave? What is that intrinsic value that people comment all on all the time? Yeah. So here I am, right? I am allowing you to witness my energy, my presence, my story, which is me being in my, in my genius. And it's fair if you're sitting there saying, okay, thanks, Shelly. That's fabulous for you. And I love feeling your energy. It is contagious, but I still have no clue what my genius is. So let's play. I promised you that there's a little exercise that I wanted to take you through. And this exercise is called Remember Who You Are. This might be one that you want to pause on. So if you're driving or you're out running or walking or doing something where you can't grab a pen or paper, if you can pause and even do this on your phone, I encourage you to do it or just, you know, mark the time and come back to this part of the podcast. 
It's a two minute exercise. And here's what you're going to do. Set a timer, set the timer on your phone for two minutes. And in that time, I invite you to write a brief introduction to yourself. Literally, you are introducing yourself as if, you know, somebody was going to be reading that to bring you out on a stage or a virtual stage in this case. But here's the catch. You have to write the introduction in the third person. So it's not I, like I'm, you know, an amazing badass rebel soul. It's Shelly. Lead with your name. Write it as if it's from someone else's perspective. Tap into that language that you hear consistently from other people, from friends and family and peers and your team, maybe your clients, whatever it is, the stuff that you might be tempted to dismiss, the stuff that as you've heard me telling this story about what people reflect back to me. And I'm like, yeah, but that's just who I am and what I, what I be, what I do. What is that for you? Think about those things. And then hit start on that timer and start writing an introduction. You know, Shelly's a badass rebel soul who's on a mission to liberate a billion souls. She's a best-selling author who shifts the energy when she walks into a room, whatever it is. It sounds actually kind of silly to say that out loud, but you know what? This is going to feel silly. So do that for two minutes and then look at what you wrote. When that timer goes off, what did you write? What surprises you? What does it say about who you be? I did this in real time with the coaching community and it blew people away. I promise you, you will see yourself in a different light. You will have the permission to understand the things about you that you kind of push down or dismiss really readily. It may not be, you know, it may not, it may not be perfect. It's not going to be perfect, but I am betting that it's going to unlock something in you and make you think differently about who you be and what your genius is. So have fun with that. Do it a couple times if you want to. Invite people in your family or on your team to do it. But remember who you are. It's so powerful. We forget and we want to, we're really quick to dismiss and diminish ourselves and, you know, compare ourselves to other people who maybe have these, you know, big titles or whatever. But I am reminding you of your power in the same way that I got reconnected with like, oh my God, my magic is my energy and the way that I show up in the world. And I was like, well, but that's not special. It is special. And I want you to get in touch with what yours, what yours is. And afterwards, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to do a 30-day rebelling for your genius challenge. Literally show up in your full authenticity and courage and live into your soul's desire for the next 30 days. Think about what you wrote. Remember who you are. How would that human show up? Give zero fucks about what other people think. 
Stop doing you and start being you in the world and keep a daily journal. What changed? How did you show up differently? What do you notice is happening as a result? What unsolicited comments are you receiving from people in your life? What clues have you possibly been dismissing that are just now glaringly obvious? Yeah, you're starting to live into your genius. You are starting to be your genius. It's so cool. I mean, it like this turned me on a dime. Doesn't I'm not necessarily showing up differently, but I can feel that I'm showing up more powerfully because now I get it and I'm owning it. And I'm like, it's like the the light in my lighthouse just went up like mega wattage. And I want the same for you. So have fun with this. Really dig into it. At, at the end of this talk, when I initially gave it, I was trying to explain to someone that I feel this on a cellular level. And what I ended up saying is, it was a Freudian slip. I said, I feel it on a cellular level. So I'm sharing that with you to say, actually, that's it. That's what I want you to feel. When you start to own and be and show up in your genius, you will feel it at a cellular level. And I want that for you. So I'm so excited. Do the remember who you are exercise for two minutes and then lean into this 30-day challenge and send me a note. Let me know. What are you discovering? What's different? What are people saying? And what has it unlocked for you? I'm super excited to see where this takes all of you because this has been such a radical shift for me. I'm like, oh, it's so much easier than I thought. I was like, you know, thinking I had to, you know, like I said, the shadow side, over-engineer, you know, reverse engineer, architect something to try to make believe that I have, you know, I don't know, that I have, you know, my brilliance has to be something complicated. And in reality, it's not. It's simply being who I am and for you being who you are. So I invite you to do that. And regardless of what's happening in the world, this ensures that all of us rebel souls are showing up even brighter and more powerfully in the world. We are being in our genius, which will have the ripples of impact. And it will let us be the mighty oaks we are intended to be. So let's go be those mighty oaks. We got this, Rebel Souls. All right. I'll get off my little soapbox. I hope that was helpful. I hope it inspires and, and unlocks something in you because I want to see you be in your genius. I'm really excited about the collective energy that this can create and the impact I know it will have in the world at a time when the world needs our genius. All right. I'm sending big Rebel love, lots of virtual hugs, and I'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Hey, Rebel. Thanks for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review so our fellow Rebel souls can find us. We have big work to do together. And if you want to dive deeper, head on over to my website at soulbatical.com and follow me at soulbatical on Instagram. Until next time, stay bold, 
brave and badass and never stop asking, what am I rebelling for?